Today's episode is sponsored by Liquid IV. I work out every week, so it's important to stay hydrated. Plus, on top of working out, I've got a three-year-old whose favorite after-meal activity is to run laps, like the little psychopath that she is. Clearly, I need all the hydration I can get. That's why I like to use Liquid IV for my workouts and just for my daily drinking. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. With three times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. And I mean, yeah, vitamins and electrolytes are nice and all, but what about taste? They've got white peach, green grape, raspberry melon, and my favorite, lemon lime. Tastes great to me. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code R slash at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code R slash at liquidiv.com. Welcome to R slash Am I the Butthole, where a guy thinks that he gets to own other women's uteruses. Am I the butthole for calling my friend delusional? Okay, so for background, I'm a 23-year-old woman, and I'm friends with this 36-year-old guy. He doesn't have kids or a significant other. He wants kids, but he doesn't want a baby mama or all that drama, so he's been looking for a surrogate. He asked most of his friends, and they all said no. He asked one of his friends if she would, and if she did, he'll pay for her medical bills and she can stay with him, but he doesn't want her to have any other kids or surrogate for anyone else. She said no. I told him that he's delusional to think that someone would be his surrogate and not have kids of their own or be a surrogate for anyone else. Now, here's where I might be the butthole. He said to me that he was picky, not delusional. I told him that he's delusional to think that any woman would want to be a surrogate with his ridiculous requests. Also, he wants to do natural insemination because he finds him attractive. So for clarity, what OP means here is that this guy wants to do it the old-fashioned way, i.e. passionate hugging, to inseminate the woman. I told him that he's weird and needs to get a grip on reality. He called me a butthole for not understanding him. Part of me feels like a butthole because I was kinda harsh, but I don't know, am I the butthole? Yo, this guy thinks that just because a woman is his surrogate that he owns her uterus for the rest of her life? OP, you're right. This guy is delusional. Wh wh what is he talking about? Why <laughs> Why do you want to hang out with this guy? What a weirdo. Look, there's nothing wrong with an adult man who decides he wants kids wanting to have a kid through a surrogate, but <laughs> but to essentially own a random woman's uterus in the process is just nuts, oh man. That is so weird. OP, you get zero out of five buttholes. I'm giving this guy, gosh, what's even a good score here? 2.5 out of 5 buttholes? It's super misogynistic. Am I the butthole for saying that I'll be driving myself and paying for my own room on the upcoming family vacation so I won't have to be a babysitter? I'm a 23-year-old guy, and I was repeatedly stuck playing the part of helper and babysitter on family outings. I had to move out of my parents' house because I kept being forced to help watch my three nephews. Last year, we took a family vacation to the coast. I rode along with my parents, and they paid for my hotel room. Only, I had to share that room with three rowdy boys because my sister and her husband wanted a room to themselves. I was promised time to do my own things on the vacation. But instead, I ended up having to help with these kids. 
I complained to everyone about it, and they reminded me that I was there for free. And even then, we pretty much just did only one thing that I wanted to do, which was tour an art gallery. I like to do that whenever I'm on the coast, but the kids find it boring. This year, my parents have a beach trip planned for June. They assumed that I'd be riding along with them like I did last year, but I refused. I said that I'd be driving myself and paying for my own hotel room. My parents were shocked and tried to remind me of the cost. I said not to worry. I've got a good job and a decent running car. I can more than afford it. That's when the butt started. I told them the reason why I was paying for myself was because if I went for free, then they try to guilt trip me. I said that I want to be able to enjoy this vacation as an adult and not be treated like a child like last year. My parents told my sister, and she called to blow up at me that I'll be ruining the vacation if I'm doing my own thing while she has to wrangle her three boys. I ended up yelling at her that last year she roped me into her mess. I didn't really get to do much of anything that I wanted to do. And I was treated like the bad guy for just wanting to go to an art gallery. I'm a grown man. I deserve my own vacation too. Now my sister's not speaking to me, and my parents are still trying to convince me to just ride with them to keep the peace. I'm still refusing, but the pressure is getting to me. Am I the bad guy for not giving in? I know they'll have a pretty hard time when they won't have another person there to help. OP, stand your ground, man. Why is it okay for you to ruin your vacation to watch the kids, but they can't ruin their vacation to watch the kids? And it's painfully obvious why your parents are taking sides here. Because they know that if you don't watch the kids, then they have to watch the kids. So essentially, your sister's vacation is sacred, your parents' vacation is sacred, but your vacation OP doesn't really matter. And then OP posted an update. My sister got our parents involved. They found my post and were absolutely horrified by the continuous influx of commenters. Yes, they're very angry with me that I posted here. But I told them that if they just listened to me to begin with, then I would have never needed to. I'm sick of this whole keep the peace mentality that sacrifices me to placate my sister. My parents, in turn, went off on my sister. And to make a long story short, the whole vacation's been cancelled. The hotel wasn't booked yet anyways, but my parents are arguing with my sister, my sister is blaming me, and my nephews are crying because they aren't going to the beach. My sister called me at lunch and basically implied that I have no life, which is why I have time to help. I recorded that conversation and told our parents, and that's currently what they're fighting about. My parents have agreed that what happened to me last year was unfair to me. Right now, they're very angry with my sister for telling me that I should help her because she thinks I have no life. My sister is playing the victim. My brother-in-law is basically saying nope to the whole mess and spending most of his time at work. Man, OP, your family's a real piece of work. How are they going to get mad at you for anonymously posting an anonymous story with anonymous characters from an anonymous account? No one has any way of knowing who these people are in the stories. So if your parents feel embarrassed, that's not embarrassment, that's shame. That's shame because they knew what they were doing was wrong and they got called out on it. And they deserve to be called out on it. OP, you are solidly in the right here. I'm giving you 0 out of 5 buttholes. I'm giving your parents 1 out of 5 buttholes because they eventually came around, but I'm giving your sister 2 out of 5 buttholes. It's very clear to me, OP, that you have an extremely selfish family. Am I the bad guy for backing out of paying for my sister's wedding over a joke that she made?
I had an incident on my wedding day back in 2017 where my former fiancé abandoned me and ran away with his pregnant mistress. Wow! That image, those details are forever engraved on my mind, and I'll never forget how I felt that day. This was truly a turning point in my life. My family has always been there for me, so I kept them close. My younger sister is currently engaged, and her wedding will be in a few months. She's struggling with money, so I decided to help her and her fiancé and pay for the wedding dress. This allowed her to buy her dream wedding gown, which cost $7,000. It's a lot of money for a dress, but she literally cried because she wanted it. This incident happened a few days before we agreed to go buy the dress. We were eating dinner at my parents' home, and my cousin and aunt were there. My aunt was asking my sister about the wedding, and my sister said that everything was going according to plan, and then casually laughed and said, Let's just hope that my fiancé won't run away with a pregnant mistress or something on our wedding day. I was completely blown away. She laughed, and my aunt laughed too, as if this was a joke. My sister was basically mocking what happened to me at my wedding. It happened so fast, I got up and started screaming at her, calling her an idiot. But my parents asked me to take it easy and said that it was just a joke and didn't think that I would react so intensely. My aunt remained seated and my cousin asked me to calm down and drink some water, but I grabbed my stuff and got ready to go. I told my sister that she was getting zero dollars for her dream wedding dress, then I walked out. I heard louder commotion as I walked away and my dad and cousin followed me outside trying to talk to me, but I asked to be left alone. My dad said that I was being too harsh to my sister over a joke and that I know this is how she is with her dark sense of humor. They said that she had been crying after I decided to back out of helping her and that this would ruin her wedding. They want me to reconsider my decision since it might damage my relationship with my sister, but I refused. Did I overreact? Nah, I'm on your side, OP. If you're going to give someone $7,000, then the least they can do is not make fun of you on one of the darkest days of your life. Okay, you have a dark sense of humor? Well, my personality is that I don't like to get mocked by the person I'm giving $7,000 to, so go F yourself. OP, you get 0 out of 5 buttholes. I'm giving your sister, let's say, 1.5 out of 5 buttholes. Today's episode is sponsored by Adam and Eve. You know, I read so many stories about cheating partners and unhappy marriages. Maybe people wouldn't be in such unhappy relationships if they spent more time nurturing their love life. That's why you should check out today's sponsor, Adam and Eve. They've got toys for men, toys for women, and toys for... How should I put this? Well, it's not exactly r slash am I the butthole, more like r slash I'm in the butthole. And yeah, I realize that ordering adult toys can be a little scary because you may be concerned about privacy. Don't worry, Adam and Eve offers discreet and free shipping for your package. Trust me, these people are experts in your package. You can get 50% off on just about any item, along with free shipping and rush processing. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy or anything you desire. Then enter code R slash at checkout. That's R slash R S L A S H at adamandeve.com. This is an exclusive offer specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code R slash to get your discount, plus 100% free shipping, and get it fast with rush processing. Use code R slash. Today's episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. Life is full of compromise, but there's one thing in life that you should never compromise on your own health. 
That's why I like to use ZocDoc to find the best doctors for me. That's how I found my personal doctor, as well as the pediatrician for my little girl. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Once you find the doctor you want, you can book them immediately. No more awkwardly waiting on hold with a receptionist. My favorite thing is that you can see doctor reviews. I mean, who wants to go to a doctor who makes you sit alone in a room for an hour and then rushes out after barely speaking to you? I love using ZocDoc because, to be honest, it's easy and I'm lazy. Go to ZocDoc.com RS and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash R-S. ZocDoc.com slash R-S. Am I the butthole for telling my brother that it was a dumb decision to invite his new girlfriend over to our nephew's birthday and I understand why our brother-in-law uninvited him? I'm a 20-year-old man, and my brother Ron, who's 27, met his late girlfriend Linda when they were 16, and they started dating shortly thereafter. To say that family adored Linda would be an understatement. Linda was beautiful, smart, and had an amazing sense of humor. She's been a part of our family for so long that most of us don't remember a time without her. Most of our best memories have Linda in them. Linda was very close to my nephew, Drew. Drew is disabled and autistic, so he has a hard time connecting to other people. I don't know how to describe the relationship between Drew and Linda. They just sort of clicked. From the moment he was born, she was his best friend and would often watch over him. Sadly, Linda passed away at the end of January after she was hit by a drunk driver. The entire family was devastated and were still mourning her. Drew took it especially hard, since he doesn't really grasp what death means yet. She constantly asks where Linda is and when she'll be coming back, sometimes going as far as having full-blown meltdowns because he misses her so much. He's currently attending therapy to learn how to process his grief, but it's a slow process. Drew's birthday is in two weeks, and my sister and brother-in-law sent out invitations to everyone in the family asking who can come. Birthdays are a big deal in our family and are usually an over-the-top event with catering, so it's necessary to confirm the number of guests. Apparently, Ron wrote that he'll come with Gia, a new girlfriend he's hoping to introduce to the family. Most of the family is pissed at him for moving on so quickly. Personally, I think it's none of my business, and I'm not going to tell him what to do or how to live his life. However, bringing a new partner over to his nephew's birthday when he knows how said nephew was so attached to his former girlfriend and is still mourning her is idiotic at best and cruel at worst. My brother-in-law told Ron that if he's planning on bringing that girl over to Drew's birthday, then he shouldn't bother coming at all. Ron called me to complain and I told him the same thing. He shouldn't bring her over. Ron called me a butthole and a bad brother. He said that he's finally happy again after Linda's death, and why is it so hard for us to accept that he moved on and to support his relationship? I told him that I'm happy to hear that he's doing well, and I'm sure the family would someday love to meet the girl that makes him so happy. But I'm standing by my opinion that inviting her now was a dumb decision on his part. And he chose the worst possible time and place to introduce someone new to the family. Yeah, OP, you said this perfectly. Ron has every right to live his life the way he wants to. But just because he has the right to seek out a new girlfriend doesn't mean that he gets to rub that new girlfriend into the face of a mourning autistic child on his birthday. Jeez, man, have some sympathy.
Also, I want to say this delicately. I don't know a whole lot about autistic people, so if I'm wrong about this, I apologize. But my understanding is that people who struggle with autism tend to like routine and like they don't like surprises. So even if the nephew wasn't grieving, isn't the nephew's birthday a bad time to introduce him to new family members just because of that problem? Just because he might be unsettled by being around new people? Yeah, going down through the comments, a lot of people are saying that about autistic people as well. So this is just kind of feeling like, buddy, it's not the time or the place to introduce your new girlfriend. Grieving or not grieving, it's just disrespectful to your nephew, so cut it out, man. Opie, I'm giving you 0 out of 5 buttholes. I'm giving Ron 1 out of 5 buttholes. I don't think he's really being malicious, just dumb. Am I the bad guy for banning my sister-in-law from my house over tomato sauce? I'm a 28-year-old woman. I have an older brother who's 32 who's married to my sister-in-law who's 33. I get along with her well, except for this one point. If you don't keep an eye on her, she'll sneak into the kitchen and add seasoning to whatever is cooking. She thinks that she's fixing stuff, but not all food needs turmeric in it. This Saturday, I received 40 pounds of tomatoes. It took me the whole weekend to turn it into a sauce that I was planning to can. I can my tomatoes plain, then add whatever seasoning and herbs it needs depending on the recipe. They came to grab a bag of spare clothes for one of their kids. And in the five minutes it took me to get it, she managed to go into the kitchen, add salt, pepper, turmeric, olive oil, garlic powder, and Italian herbs to all five of the pots that were simmering on the stove. And when I asked her what she was doing, she had the audacity to say, the sauce needed some taste, I added it for you. As if I've never told her to not touch what I was cooking before. I was so angry that I knew that I couldn't be calm talking with her. So I simply walked to my brother, told him to take the clothes and his wife, and that she is no longer welcome in my house. She had followed me, was shocked, and started apologizing, but I just ignored her. I added that she should come by tomorrow to take the sauce that his wife ruined because otherwise it'd be thrown away and that I expected 40 pounds of replacement tomatoes. They left. He came back with the tomatoes, an apology letter from her, and an apology carrot cake, which is my favorite. But I told him that I stand by my decision. Now my parents got involved, since I'm the one that usually hosts. And since she's not allowed in my house, I told them to make alternative plans for Memorial Day. My husband says that I'm in the right, but my parents say that my reaction is way overblown. So am I the bad guy? Man, these people piss me off! Why is it, why is it, that when the jerk does something jerky, no one ever says that they overreacted? But when the normal, calm, reasonable person calls out the jerk for their behavior, then suddenly, whoa, calm down, let's not overreact. What kind of absolute psycho has the audacity to walk into someone else's kitchen and change what they're cooking? She doesn't know what they're cooking. It could be anything. What if OP is trying to make something that's not, you know, on the savory slash Italian side? Like, I don't know, uh... Sweet tomato jam is a food that I know exists. Does sweet tomato jam have garlic powder and turmeric in it? I doubt it. Okay, uh, Google, by the way, has just told me that apparently it's pronounced turmeric. Turmeric. So I'm sorry for mispronouncing. I'm probably already getting blasted in the comments. Please show mercy. <laughs> Anyways, Opie, uh, this guy in the comments just said marinara flags everywhere. Yeah, I agree. This is, uh, this is pretty audacious. 
I'm on your side, OP. I think you set reasonable boundaries, and since you trampled them, I think banning her from your house is also pretty reasonable. Because clearly, she doesn't respect your boundaries, so what other option do you have? OP, you get 0 out of 5 buttholes. I'm giving your sister-in-law 2 out of 5 buttholes. That was r slash am I the A, and if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast, because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.